Hey everybody, welcome to Bearded Baker Banter, the sports podcast where we always talk about sports. Welcome, Trent. Welcome, Trey. <laughs> Whoa. Turkey Day episode, boys. Glad you, you glad you covered your mouth when you did that because you know that was being screenshotted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Happy Thanksgiving, fellas. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. I am thankful for you. Oh, you beat. Oh, man, Trent. We thought thought the same thing. You know what else? I'm thankful for the listeners. I'm thankful for sports. Um, Yeah, I'm just thankful in general. It's a good good holiday season. Hey, I'm I'm thankful for you guys as well. Appreciate you guys. Yes. Hey, let's let's have a great episode here to celebrate the holiday weekend. We might have some, I don't know, maybe some hungover listeners listening on the way to their Thanksgiving after a great Thanksgiving Eve. Who knows? A uh, lot of college basketball to watch Wednesday night. A lot of football to watch today, obviously. Uh, and also, a lot, there's a lot of games going on, period. So we got an exciting weekend coming up here. So glad we were able to do this special edition episode. So. Absolutely. Hey, hey, Ty, is that your varsity jacket hanging in the background? Where you just did you just get done at Funks or or Dukes or something? No, no. Yeah, you know, were you that were you that guy tonight saying back when I was a class of six? You know, nope. Uh, ever ever since I became a dad, I really can't afford to do that stuff anymore. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. I'm sorry. I just thought that was your varsity jacket hanging in the background. No, but uh, so I would like I'd like basement, to start off, fine. guys, with a little bit of. Uh, kind of a tradition that the bearded baker brothers like to do around the holiday time and that is a little bit of uh i guess a little bit of polling but a little bit of this or that Mm -hmm. sound good so our listeners as you guys are making your trips to your thanksgiving uh destinations maybe this will spark some conversation at the dinner table and don't worry it's politics free okay (laughs) politics free um so we'll, we'll keep it safe here um, so, guys, I'd like to start off with a couple Thanksgiving, I guess, discussion topics. Sound right. good? Yeah, let's do it. All right. And we'll jump into sports, guys. Don't worry. We'll jump into sports. And, of course, I'm going to I'm gonna end this session with a, a little over-under for you guys, okay. okay? All right. All right. So, to start off the ongoing debate, all right, for this or that on Thanksgiving, are you – a turkey or sides person. Ooh. Go. Ooh. Trey, go ahead. Wow. You okay. can't answer Pop Tarts, Trey. Uh, what or about bagels. microwave nachos? No, not microwave, microwave nachos either. Uh, no. All right, all right. Or fruit roll ups. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go sides here. Sides? Um, all right. Uh, so Trey, Trey, you gotta you gotta rattle off your specific sides so. though. Okay, uh, mashed potatoes and stuffing. I could just live off of that. What's so. your first? What's the top? What's the top side though? Stuffing. Okay. Oh, okay, right. Trey. You're kind of getting me into my next topic, but Tyler, go ahead. All right, I'm I'm actually more of a sides guy too. Um, had an interesting discussion too today about kind of you know what goes on what, and this might be kind of unpopular, but I am also not a gravy person. Oh, just just talk about sides. I know, but, and that's well, it. Well, but and the reason I say that is that I'm a big fan of sides, and I'm also Trey. I'm also stuffing for sure. Okay. Uh, I'm also not a person that calls it dressing, but definitely stuffing. That's that's weird. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah. 
So, so can I, I'm, I'm with you guys here. So this is a clean sweep. This is a, yeah. this is a three and O just like our daily recipe today. Boom. Right boys. Ooh, right. Yes, sir. Boom. All right. Yes, sir. So shout out. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm also a sides guy, but I got to say something here is I do have to, and you can make fun of me however you want, but I need, I need that. Like I need that Turkey. I need that meat with it. You know what I mean? You would need meat. So of course, yeah, yeah, of course I, you uh, that's what I kind of figured. I kind of figured you guys would, you know, get at me a little bit for that comment. But I think, I think Trent um, said he loves stuffing meat. Definitely. Okay. Jeez. Um, definitely, definitely <laughs> sides that, guys all that? around. I did hear that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So all right, so sides guys all around. So, so let me let me put this. I guess we can kind of put this one to rest pretty quick. Is this is a debate my wife and I actually have? Is okay. we we had this conversation. Is so you said dressing, but I have this mm. down as: Do you call it filling mm. or do you call it stuffing mm. or dressing? I mean, you get you have to add dressing. Yeah, anyway, I guess we do. I, I I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I think dressing, calling dress. Like stuffing, calling it. Like, I don't know what I call it now. Yeah. Well, you, Trey, Trey, can I just tell you before I just brought this to your attention, you referred to it as stuffing. Yeah. Okay. And that's that was what my gut wanted to say, but I think calling stuffing dressing is the dumbest thing ever. Okay. What, what about filling? So, that... it's, if it's in the turkey, you can call it filling. Why is it? Oh. Don't you stuff a turkey? We don't stuff Ooh. our turkey. No, would you fill a turkey too with <laughs> stuffing? Uh, oh man, this, this this see what I mean. No, this I is know. a hell of a so. Let's hear that. So I, I oh man, I think I'm more of a stuffing person. I think I'm a stuffing person when it comes to Definitely. like the bread stuffing. Oh, Tyler, stop where you're at right now. You keep stop stopping me. I just want to get yeah. on my conversations. <laughs> like I just want to talk damn about. Damn you! You you just keep getting. You keep getting. So I'm just gonna stop it. We're all in stuffing, correct? Yes. Correct. Stuffing. All right. So we're three. Now this has to do with family. We we all grew up together. We eat every single Thanksgiving meal together, right? Um, but now let me ask you: Are you a bread stuffing or potato stuffing guy? Go for it. Bread for right. sure. Bread. Bread. Yeah. Bread. Okay. Bread hands I, me personally though, I love. I love that potato stuffing. And you know what's weird is hmm. I'm pretty sure that comes from mom's mom, Nana. Yeah. So she was she always made the bread stuffing for other people, but always had the potato stuffing because that was her favorite. Wait, so hold on. So, so you're so you're saying you're a potato stuffing guy? Um, dude, I'm stuff me with everything. Okay, damn. Um, wow. Can't wait for that bread. Clip. Bread. <laughs> no, we're clipping that one, dude. That at all. Dude, we're clipping bread. that. Seven minutes, potato. seven minutes and twenty seconds. Trent said, "Stuff me with everything." <laughs> bread or potato? That's awesome! That's I love it. it. Okay, so you guys are bread, bread. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like I love bread stuffing, but I'm such a mashed potatoes guy. When you can combine potatoes and stuffing together, count me in. Yeah. So that's where I'm gonna go with that. It's a good point. I do like doing that too. Yeah. So uh, I, all right, I will say this: one. I also made a cornbread stuffing a couple years ago. Yeah, you've made, oh, so. you made the past couple. You made the past couple. Trent, I think the one question you were going to ask, Tyler hinted oh. at it. Yeah, so here's my next one. Ready? Yeah. Uh, next one, this or that. Cranberry sauce or gravy? Mm. Okay. That's gravy. Well, absolutely gravy, yeah. Okay. Cranberry, dude, cranberry sauce, man. I just... But I, 
I have trouble with the whole sweet aspect of things. Was I don't know. Maybe I'm more of just like all savory. Are cranberries all the time. sweet though, Ty? Tart. Are they tart? Okay, but if you compare it to other foods that are, you're eating with Thanksgiving, it's totally sweet. Hmm, I would say so sweet potatoes are sweet, but cranberries are tart. Oh, would you? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? like, it's a fruit. A cranberry. Like, fruits are sweet. Like, regardless yes. of whatever your fruit is. Well, I just want to re- I want to revisit something Tyler said a little bit at the beginning of this this segment, and that's that you don't like putting gravy on your plate. No, yeah, who no. Is so he? hold on. Who let me clarify. He? Let me clarify. I didn't. I didn't say I like. I don't like putting gravy on my plate, but I don't like to put it on my sides. But no, I, I do don't. like to put it on my turkey. He just. He just likes dry sides. But I like to. I'm, I'm, I like to moisten my turkey. I drizzle that gravy all over my plate. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. I moisten my turkey, Trey drizzles the gravy. Dude, it's it's yeah. a great Thanksgiving. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. No, and I'll All be right. honest though, like so and this this is kind of an aside, is do you put would you prefer to put gravy or just butter on your mashed potatoes? Both. You were a both guy. Oh, I never heard of anybody like that. Yeah, now that I think I don't know if I <laughs> Mm. Um, if, if anything in Thanksgiving, I'm a gravy on potatoes. Every other time, butter. Just on Thanksgiving, yeah. though, you're gravy. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, I actually, I'll, I'll probably add a little a little drizzle of gravy, maybe. You know, you know what I'm okay with, guys? And this is maybe being super descriptive, but this is also showing, like, the, the fat guy that I am, is I love when, like, a little bit of that gravy from somewhere else creeps into your mashed potatoes just along the, the you know like the the bottom part yeah, just, of your pile you know what i mean yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. i don't even need to i don't need to put it on my potatoes i'll put the butter on the potatoes okay. but you know a little gravy little gravy's gonna leak in there okay i'm cool with that you know? I'm, I'm also not i'm also not opposed to like mixing sides too like i don't mind putting corn Ooh. on my mashed potatoes no no big no no don't do that don't i like that. Them, i like them to touch but i don't want to mix them hmm. yeah what yeah no yeah yeah it's not getting crazy. Once you it. start mixing, yeah. like once they start touching, you're mixing, dude. Uh, disagree. Disagree. Then, then you get it's a subtle mixins. Once again, once again, it's a mixins. It's a. It's a subtle. It's a subtle mix, you know, where yeah. you like maybe scoop into one another, but you don't have to pile it all on top of each right. other. Right. That's how I am. But all right. all right, ready now. This is one that I think we'll all struggle with. Because I don't think this is a very family tradition of ours, but I know they're similar. But if you had to pick right now, even without ever having one of these, what would you pick? Pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie? Ooh. Pumpkin pie. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go pumpkin pie too. I just, I just, I, I have trouble with the word it, sweet potato in a pie atmosphere. I'm just, I'm just going to put this out there. I, in adulthood, I have been introduced to beans, and I've been introduced to sweet potatoes. Because as a as a child, I would not eat either. Um, matter of fact, you guys used to make fun of me because I would, when mom made chili, I would have uh, one of those spaghettios in place of of yeah, chili, right? Yeah, yep. But now that I've I've grown up, you know, I've lost my hair, grown a beard, um, I am all aboard those things, and I'm going to actually have to venture off into trying or exploring these, this whole sweet potato pie idea. 
You're going to try well, it, or you, have board. you tried it? Um, I th- I've had a bite, and you know what? I, one thing that I would say is, I think I think I could master it myself. Hmm. I really do. I think I could do it. Um, I'll I'll play around with it. Yeah, but you're, uh, you're, you're blindly picking. You're yes. blindly picking sweet this potato is, pie. This is, yeah, and you're yeah, calling yourself I, a master potato. Yeah, master, blood master. Well, guys, I'm very appealing, so mm. you guys can eat it. Nice but guy. all right, last one, so we can get into world of sports. Mm. But ready? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we could talk about two things here. But let's go before I go to this last one. Let's go with if. If you were only allowed to eat one thing at Thanksgiving, what is it absolutely going to be? One thing and one thing only. That's easy. Stuffing. Yeah. I'm on board. Trey, same thing. Stuffing. Wow. Stuffing's my go-to, man. What would you say, Trent? I feel like like stuffing's also very precise Mm. to when you have it. Like, you don't have it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have yeah. mashed potatoes, you can have corn, you can have turkey, you can have, but like stuffing's like, man, you have it like just for Thanksgiving. Why, why is that? I don't know. That's a great question. It's, it's a ter- terrible thing that we have to we have to fix. Yeah. We, we, well, because you know, let's, let's but let's be careful turkey. with that. Let's be careful fixing that because I think stovetop tried to fix that, and now you have you can have stuffing, but it's like instant. It's well, not just the same. don't. Just don't make. Stovetop, like yes, the soup. I, I think I'm trying to fix that. I think having stuffing a lot is a better idea. All right, guys, I'm going to cheat the system. I'm going to have potato stuffing. Wow, I'm, I'm cheating the system. All right, ready? Last one. If you have to put a line, ready on this, on your total number of plates tomorrow. Mm. Not in, not including going up for dessert or having dessert. So just strictly just dinner plates. Food. Yep. Just dinner plates. Just dinner plates. Straight Big dinner plates. Um, what? <laughs> Sorry. What is your over under on total plates? That would be a a line that a sports book would set. Go. Probably be one and a half. I'd, I'd one say and one and a half is a safe line. That's too easy, but but I'm I'm, <clears throat> I'm I'll, I'll just say right now. So I'm I, I'm going for all, three. You're talking about all day whoa, or three straight up, three straight up. I'm I'm saying I'm hitting three. I could potentially hit four. Yeah, I, my line was going to be two and a half. Like like, like that's to what make sportsbook even, would say. Yeah, like my line would be two and a half minus one ten over minus one ten under. Ooh, because it. Three is ambitious. I mean, you're going, you know, we each go to our our wives' places and, and fiancés' places first, and then we go to our family's places second. So there's no doubt that, like, you're you're guaranteed two. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, are you going to stretch yourself early on and be like, you know what, I'm going to have a, you know, I'm going to have a little bit more of this early at lunch. You also got to figure or, out what, it, what it, like, are you talking like full plate though too? Like, oh, I'm talking if you, if you put food on your plate again to refill it. Yeah. That, that is counting towards a plate. Okay. So I'm going two and a half for myself, minus 110 over under. You're going over I two take, and a half? I take it uh, well, 
I'm saying that's my. Of course you would think. Yeah, Chuck. I'm taking uh, that too. <laughs> over, over, Trent, under. Beer bet. Trent's over. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I'm gonna take the over. You guys owe me. No, we all t- we, already, uh, we already took the over. You can't take. Okay. You, if you're joining, you get to host a beer then. Damn. No, I'm not joining. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 two and a half. So Tyler is three straight up. You're like one of those unique lines about the half a point. No, no, no. I said my line's two and a half. I'm 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 personally eating three. Okay, so, so I'm going over, my own over easily, and, then, and, I'm, and then, I'm probably closer to four. Oh man, we're gonna track this. We're gonna have to track this. I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah. I would say honestly, I, I would probably go like three and a half is like safe for me. Like, I'll totally hit wow. like three and a half. Yeah. And I'll probably do a plate and then a half a plate and then like two plates later or something or vice versa. <laughs> yeah, and is this also gonna include some dessert at some point? Well, I mean, does a bear shit in the woods? Yes, they do. Oh, there you go, man. Put that design right. on the tab, too. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, hey, Dude, I'm, I'm a sweat is, kind of guy. <laughs> that is uh, that is all I got, guys. I just I thought those were some fun little uh, talking points. Uh, yeah. Once again, if you're trying to discuss it with, with your family and friends, turkey or sides, do you call it filling, stuffing, or dressing, bread stuffing or potato stuffing, Cranberry sauce or gravy, pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie, and then what would your personal over-under line be on total plates? I'd also, real quick, like to throw in this question, too, to see if anybody out there actually does this. Does anybody oh, does anybody eat salads on Thanksgiving? Hell no. Who the hell would do Dude, such I'm just, a thing? I'm telling you, I want to ask that question. I want to see if Salads are, are designed to fill there. your ass up, man. I'm just, I'm, it's a question, dude. I'm just asking, do people eat salads on Thanksgiving? Or is it like straight carbs all the time? Well, I mean, carbs, some, carbs protein, depend, crush it. Depending on where you're from. Starch. starch. I mean, some, some families eat pasta. But do they eat salads yeah. too? I don't know. Well, let me, let me, <laughs> I mean, I mean, here's where if we really want to drag this on is like, is, is there ham? Your Thanksgiving dinner, like that's yeah, some people that's do have Christmas that. Time. Nope, 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 nope. Gotta, has gotta have turkey. Question also is how many dinner rolls do you eat? That's what I, Tyler. That's a great. I was just gonna say <clears throat> most underrated thing is the the dinner roll, the yeah. Hawaiian, the sweet Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. And and that, are that, you uh, a butter or margarine did, person? Oh gosh, yeah, we used to. Uh, damn. Yeah, we are. I'll tell you what, days. do do dinner rolls even count as like calories on Thanksgiving Day? Like, I feel like I literally inhale like three before I even sit down to eat. They're like the rings gotcha. for Sonic. Like, they just prevent you from dying. Like, you just keep you just keep, you eat as many as you want. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then if like somebody punches the stomach, you lose them. There you go. And then you got to get. I tell you, I tell you one thing you guys haven't mentioned yet that I think is the most underrated part of Thanksgiving, and that is uh-huh. the leftover sandwiches. Oh yeah, get oh, some yeah, turkey, we're... some mashed potatoes, some stuffing. Put that on a panini press. Maybe some corn in there. Dip mm. that gravy corn, and cranberry sauce. Man, yeah, yeah, that's true. Not cranberry sauce. That's 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 no, that's unacceptable. Mm. But uh, yeah, I like everything else that you said there with some Middlesworth barbecue chips. Shout yeah. out to Middlesworth barbecue. Oh hey. We're not, we're not sponsored yet by anybody. We, we we like to give shout outs, so let's give a shout out to Middlesworth yeah. Barbecue Chips. Yeah, bring, bring back, bring back the cardboard barrel. 
Yes. Ooh, agreed. Ooh, let's put call. it out good there. Call. Let's let's tweet this episode with a picture of the cardboard barrel. <laughs> you, get, you got a cardboard barrel that we can tweet it, or we just want me to find well, it? I will find it. Don't right. you worry; they're out there. All right, all, all right. right. Let's so let's, let's get let's go sports. Yeah, right? Let's get let's get into the sports here. All right, so I'm going to start us off again with this. Mm. Is that okay, guys? This guy. Look Sorry. at this guy. I, I just, I, you know what? I, I we we started Thanksgiving break on Friday. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm I am childless at this point. I have a dog, and you know what? All I got to do is sit around and watch sports and think okay. about sports, and engulfs my mind. So, I, I thing that stuck out to me this week was Tom Brady. And mediocre football. Dude, I had the video saved. So um, I'm going to – one, I am – so I, I'm, I'm a little bit different on this situation. Um, one, to, to recap, is Tom Brady says that there is mediocre football being played. He feels like coaching is down and player development is down. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go two ways here, where I do agree with him, because I believe there's too many suspensions. I believe the NFL is truly this year representing NFL, the no fun league, mm-hmm. with how many player fines there are for lowering their shoulder on runs, for making tackles on quarterbacks in the open field. Um, and then also, I'm going to talk about the, the we we hit this so many times on this show is penalties and referees having too much control. Yep. Okay, so yep. I'm going to agree with Tom Brady. I mean, we've all been saying it all year about it's just not good football, right? So that's what's kind of interesting is is it now takes the greatest quarterback of all time to mention it for it to start catching headlines. Obviously, nobody's been at ESPN has been listening to us guys. We've been talking about it for weeks, right? And obviously um, proves that Tom Brady is. Tom's listening, yeah. yeah like Tom, Tom Brady totally obviously listens listen yeah. to the Beard of Baker Banter podcast. So. Yeah, we're, Thanks, well, Tom. I'll reach, Appreciate you. I'll reach, I'll reach out to him. He's got a little bit of ownership in the Raiders. I'll reach out to him, guys. That guy's my um, way to get to him, too. Yeah, but now here's, here's my nuts. thing, is he made some statements <clears throat> about Ray Lewis not being able to play in the modern-day NFL. Uh Rodney Harrison, Ed Reed not being able to play, being able to play Ronnie in the NFL. Lott. Ronnie Lott too. But now here's my where I'm. Gonna, I might piss. I might make a, a couple people mad. Is I somewhat think that the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Manning's are also to blame because I think the rule changes for those guys made the NFL a passing league which now allows for more of these violent hits to take place Mm -hmm. to where defensive guys, I I mean, you know, I'm an offensive guy as as a coach, as a player, as all across the board, but defensive players are at a complete disadvantage. You are trying to control yourself who's moving in a split-second decision, a moving target that is built in to try to avoid and, and save themselves. Yeah. Okay. And I think the rules that were made to protect the passers turned the NFL into a more of a passing league. Hence with the running back situation this off season. And therefore I think that led to the more mediocre football taking place. Okay. Now one area where I will back Tom Brady up on was the idea of also 
also kind of like teaching these players how to avoid those situations too. So, so I, I, I blame, I blame the rules that were put in place to protect the passing quarterbacks. But I also understand where Tom's coming from, where I think, <clears throat> I think there is some aspect of it where there's so many rules that guys are much more willing to, 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 take that big hit or even make the big hit look even worse than it is just to draw the flag. So I, I'm going to stop talking. I talked a lot. You guys, tell, tell me what you think of this. So um, do you want to go yeah, first, yeah. sir? You can go ahead, Tyler. So I, I honestly think that I, I think Tom Brady's analysis of football being, being mediocre, I, I, I mean, you're right, Trent. I mean, he is one of the guys to blame because there was a lot of rules put into place. Not necessarily always by his fault but by the fact of things that happened to him and the league wanting him to be a star. So I don't necessarily want to say that I blame Tom Brady for that. I almost blame that the league of trying to make them a star and they try to make certain guys stars. You know, you know how it is. I mean, there's certain guys on teams where it's like, Hey, you're an NFL star or you're not, you know, you're just there, you know, you're signed to, you know, middle age contract kind of thing. But I, I honestly think that, his his outlook of mediocre football and like you know when he talked about the coaches not being as good and not helping develop the players i really think it's to a point now where it's it's tough it's like what do you develop and i think a lot of it you know goes back to the fact of how many rules there are i mean i we had talked in our text message the other night you know i think it was monday night of how many penalties can you call on a defense on to give the uh, give the offense a first down to continue a drive. You know, we said there could be illegal contact, it could be hands of the face, it could be holding, and it could be pass interference. And I would say that I, I'm not, you know, going into actual statistics, but I would say that seven out of the ten times when you get a third down and at least five or more and a quarterback's gonna throw to somebody, that penalty is gonna be called I, again, seven out of ten times. Again, I that's you know just my own random just analysis of things, and it, it probably exaggerated, but it's frustrating because, and and Trey, I think you pointed out too. It's like, hey, you also get into the point where you have these big plays, you know, sixty yard runs and seventy yard runs and forty five yard runs, not always for touchdowns, but like, and then all of a sudden, like a random flag just kind of is thrown in there, and it's like, oh, holding. Yeah. And it's like, well, hold on a second. Like, that was the same exact kind of block that was done two plays ago when they didn't when they got two yards. Exactly. Like, it, it's it's um, you can call that shit any single time. You can call those defensive calls any single time. You can call those offensive holding calls any single time of a game. But the fact that goes back to the the fact of the matter goes back to the fact that these referees call them very very very. I know it was a lot of facts. Very yeah, facts critical matter, points. Facts yeah. Very critical points in the game, which pisses me off, and I think it goes back to Brady's comments of it's mediocre football. Why? Because there's no flow to any freaking game anymore. There's no flow. Everything now is based on drive, 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 you know, or play, 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 big penalty. Play, 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 penalty. And what you're what you're seeing now is it's there's no flow to the game, so it takes away any development. It takes away because because the coaches don't know what the hell to teach. Do you hit yeah. low? No. Oh, guess what? Because now what you're getting into is, well, guess what? We're gonna try to ban the hip drop tackle, t- uh, tackle, hip drop tackle, <laughs> right? 
Which, in my opinion, if you if if they go and ban that tackle before you dr- before you ban the tush push bullshit, I will be so pissed. Oh come on! I will be pissed. No, if you ban if you ban that tackle before you ban the tush push, I think it's bullshit. There's okay, no I'm way in hell. I'm currently uh, crossing off one of my talking points about uh, the NFL banning the hip drop tackle, and Trent. I think that goes back to what you said: is they're they're making the game so much harder on the defense. Yeah, yes. And they're they're protecting the offensive players because sadly, I mean, it's just how it is. They're they're the stars. They're the ones that get ads. They're the ones that jerseys sell more. They're the ones that people want to see play. Is these offensive stars like Tyreek Hill, quarterbacks, running backs like uh, I mean Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. Those those are people that sell tickets when it comes to the NFL and. They're, they are just making it impossible for defensive players. I will say, though, the hip drop tackle has ruined a lot of seasons for a lot of big players. So and what do you want them to I, do, though? Okay, you have a 180-pound defensive back I'd rather, I'd and a 280-pound tight end. What do you want them to do? Here's my, thing. Here's my thing. is Obviously, not intentionally, but I think that a hip drop tackle should be more, more detrimental and, and fined and flagged than someone that accidentally hits a guy in the head in a bang-bang play. Because I'm sorry, a concussion, yes, multiple concussions is bad. But one time getting your bell rung and coming back maybe a week or two later is a lot better than snapping every ligament in your ankle and in your knee and being out for your This is exactly what they wanted, though. You want to eliminate something, and you're going to create something else. So you want to eliminate the concussion, and now you're going to create all these broken bones, torn ligaments, banged up knees. Pick your poison. Because yeah. you can't have it all. Because if if yeah. you want to if you want to continue this way, then just make it flag football. Because it's bullshit yeah. now. What's but what's happening is bullshit. The the real point when it comes to the Tom Brady thing and the mediocre football, I agree with Tom Brady, but I think I don't agree with his reasoning. For me, I mean, I didn't listen to his whole video. I just kind of got the gist of it and stuff. Um, did he mention refereeing at all in that? Like, no, no. no. No, and to me, it's not player development, and it's not poor coaching. It's the it's the refing that is just destroying, like Tyler said, the flows of games. You like it, it is. Like, I remember just years, like a couple years ago, when I was younger, <laughs> um, like watching an NFL you were game. Younger you a couple could, years ago? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Crazy, I know. Um, but I remember watching an NFL game and kind of knowing right away, like which team was going to have the advantage because they're they're running the ball. They're having longer drives. They're not getting three and outs. But nowadays, a team can go down by 14 points, and they're, get, they're getting uh, drives extended. They're getting drive – like, on defense, they're getting drives killed by flags. Depending like, on who just, it is, though, too. Exactly, exactly. And, like, I don't know. It's just – it's you watch an NFL game, and really it does – it's almost like turning in the NBA where you, all you have to watch yes. is the last quarter. Yes. And that's and, frustrating. And that's, and it sucks because a part of an NFL game is watching the whole thing, like plays that actually matter, that are pivotal yeah. in the game. Yep. We have a, a crazy interception. They run it back to the other zone on the in the red zone, and illegal hands to the face on a play yep. that had no influence on it. Yeah. And it, it's hard to watch. It really yeah. is. Like you, I almost watch it like cringy when I see a big play because I'm like, oh, where's the flag? When's it coming out? Yeah. Or if it's a third down and it's and it's not converted, oh, here's the flag. Great. Like. Trey, it, it is the first thing after, like, what you're saying right now. On a third down, when a, when a team does hold a team to a fourth down. I don't even get excited is, anymore. Yeah, it's the I'm first thing that I look for. Yeah. Yep. It's the first thing I look for is I look right at the bottom, 
And I'm yeah. like, wait, where's the flag? Where's the flag? Oh, no flag. Okay. It, the fact that you have to say on a normal football play, all right, no flag, no flags, no flags. Heck yeah. That's sad. You're right. Yeah. I, th- I think it's right. also emphasizing, too, the fact of why so many coaches now say like fourth and three are going for it. Yeah. Like, why would you not? Like, if you're in a favorable area to apply, I would even, I would almost say anywhere between the 40s. Why would you not go for a fourth and short? Why, why are you not throwing it deep every, once every three plays? That's what I'm saying. Like, why would you not? Like, because you're with gonna the get holding a call. with the interference, yeah. You're going to get a call. Absolutely. Yeah, and, absolutely. yeah I mean, it, it does. It, it's frustrating as hell. But, like, yeah. the hip drop thing pisses me off. And, again, I go back to, like, I touch push, whatever. Like, you want to call it, you want to call what it is, it's a, it's a great play. If you got, if you can get guys that can push a pile like that, awesome. But if you're gonna sit here and you're gonna and you're gonna try to ban a hip drop tackle, oh man, yeah, man, it's a tackle, drop tackle, tackle it is, boys. Right. But if so, you're gonna, if you're gonna sit there and say that that's your first priority, and the other thing is not, because guess what? Guess what else is also happening too on those those push plays? Is guys are going in there diving at people, getting concussions, yeah. everything else that's going on is you're not, you're well, well, no, it's all right. Why? Because it benefits the offense. Yeah. And the other thing does not. And it's, it's creating big injuries for big guys, big names. It goes back to the same thing with the horse collar tackle. You know, when T.O. got taken down, right. And all of a sudden they're like, well, man, he broke his leg. Right. Guess what? Big rule change. And now all of a sudden you're seeing all these different where, Oh, Mark Andrews and all the, Oh, this name, Oh, this name, all this name. Is hip and drop. now you're like, well, we got to ban this tackle, kind of, you know, now too. And, what and the you hell know do you crazy? want these guys to do? Tell you, I know it's crazy. Is this hip drop tackle tackle with with CKL? Yeah. Um, it is literally what, as you and I being high school coaches, it is hawk tackling. It is what they want to right. teach. Right. So now you're gonna now you're gonna sit there and ban it at the professional level. Now what you're doing is taking at the younger levels and disrupting what we are told to teach them. Mm-hmm. Because that is the technique. Grab jersey, drop, pull mm-hmm. down. Pull that's down, that's roll. all. Yep. Yeah. So it it, 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 it's, it will rugby have some, style tackling. It will have some serious repercussions. But I, I do want to because I, I feel like we, we have hit home this. I'm just I feel like this was just a validation, the fact that Tom Brady talked about what we've been talking about for episodes. Yeah. But I do want to I do want to uh yeah, thanks for listening, Tom. Love you. Love you. Um except your tuck rule. Um but I do want to address this about this mediocre football because I, I will also say, guys, if you can back it up with stats and evidence, maybe he's he's on to something. Your favorite for the NFL MVP right now, their 2023 regular season statistics, 15 touchdown passes, nine interceptions, a QBR of 64.4. Okay. Now let me, before you guys jump all up in on this. Okay. Um, if you really really are thinking those are MVP-type numbers. To show you the change in the state of playing right now, there was a quarterback who had thrown 46 touchdowns in a season 
and didn't win the MVP. And we're talking about a guy who is a 15 to 9 ratio on touchdowns and interceptions as an MVP. Are you freaking kidding me? You don't buy Mahomes? Like, no, it's Jalen no. Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the betting odds favorite for MVP right now. Why? Because your team has the best record? I'm sorry, but this just – don't get me wrong. Wins and losses are the most important statistic in the game. But let's just change the award because you're just giving it to the quarterback of the most winning team, When even though maybe he's not the reason they're winning. But Drew Brees threw 46 touchdown passes in a season and didn't win the NFL MVP. And now you got a guy that's thrown for 15 through how many games now? What are we at, guys? Through 11 weeks, 12 weeks? And that's so, like, that's where I'm saying, like, quality of play. You're maybe, maybe with the statistics, maybe that's where that's where Tom's at right now. I'd like to to piggyback off your statistics there. Okay. Um, And kind of stick on that Jalen Hurts trend. So you said he's got 15 touchdowns, nine interceptions. 64.4 64.4 QBR. He's got 2,497 total yards. Um, and he's an uh, MVP. Hold on. And it, passing, 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 passing yards. Well, hold and on. What did you say? Is, what was his rating trying? 15 to what? Fit, his just, ratio is 15 just, to 9. Just, just hear me out. Just hear me out. So he's got 2,497 passing yards, 15 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. He's the odds-on betting favorite for the NFL MVP. Um. I'm going to list stats for another quarterback here. Mm, okay. 2,331 passing yards, mm. 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Mm. Jordan and Love. He, and he is, yes, exactly. And they're That's asking correct. if he's the guy. Is he even the guy? Uh-huh. Well, guess what? He's got the same stats as the MVP favorite. So, just, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry that they're not winning games, but that's ridiculous. Trey, I, I applaud you for that right there. That was good. That was a good point. Yeah. They, I'm serious. I'm being serious. He can, if he's the quarterback for the Packers, oh. he has he has the same exact stats. Yeah, well, don't don't take it too too far. Same but, exactly. But <laughs> but uh, what about I, I, what about what about this one? Two thousand six hundred sixty-two yards, eighteen uh, touchdowns, five interceptions, and your quarterback rating of one hundred fifteen point one. <laughs> and you've had two two perfect quarterback ratings last two games. Yeah, it lists all the other superstars he has playing around him. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. To be a good good quarterback, you need superstars. You sound just like Shannon Sharp. It's the stupidest stupidest argument. You can't say, well, you have superstars. To be a good quarterback, you need stars. Look at the Eagles. Look at the Eagles, Trey. I'm agreeing. I mean, DeAndre, I I know DeAndre Swift's no McCaffrey, but, but in terms of. Wide receiver talent, damn, and I defense. I just, I, just, I, mean, I don't like, I don't like. I don't know, those are both, those are both super teams in my I don't opinion. Like Tyler and you defending super teams all of a sudden. That's all. Oh, I'm not because, defending super teams. Because on a whole different note, and this is God. This we could spend a whole episode on it. That is why you guys spew so much hate towards LeBron James. Oh, but guess what? It's, there's, a, there's a, there's a, there's a quote unquote salary cap in the NFL. There's not oh in the NBA. God. It doesn't matter. NBA, that's, that's, NBA that's, is okay. Football's a different. It's neither sport here nor there, Tyler. It is here and there. All, all I'm saying is now they can only get believer, who they can get. You're a believer, I'm just saying that you're a believer now, and that you need superstars to win. Mm. But when didn't, it's LeBron James, he's, he's going to hop out. He's not going to hop out. 
You did say that. Say that. So, so what? Well, so because they've had great drafts. Because let's think, who, who what oh, we brought okay. in McCaffrey. Did they draft McCaffrey. We yeah. okay, we brought McCaffrey in. Chase and Chase Young. You guys and Chase Young. Too. Okay, so okay. but we drafted Bosa. We drafted Fred Warner. We have drafted mm-hmm. Brock Purdy. We have drafted George Kittle. We've drafted Brandon Ayuk. We've drafted Debo Samuel. Like it was Armstead drafted. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm so like, was, like, what do you like? Genuine question. And Javon Kinlaw, like, Trent and Williams? Dre Greenlaw. Okay. Yeah. And Hafunga, like. We've drafted okay, these, these guys. These, those guys aren't superstars. These are just good defensive players. What I'm right. saying is when you have the best running Fred back. Fred Warner could league, be the defensive player of the year. No, he could. Uh, no, he could. He could, and he Come should on. be. Not yeah. in there. He wouldn't even be in the conversation, okay. actually. No. Tyler, I would give you McCaffrey should be considered for MVP this year. I'll give you that much. I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm, should, but I'm also pissed off. I'm, it also pisses me off. And again, bias aside. It also pisses me off that you guys are listening to all these stats and stuff, and Brock Purdy is like number six or seven when he has better stats and better games. And guess who has one of the highest ratings of passing downfield, Trey? Because I know that's your next argument. One of the highest passing ratings downfield, all right, of almost twenty or more yards is Brock Purdy this year. Yeah, and how many how many yards of separation do his receivers have on those passes downfield? Like, Really, like that's that's your that's your next tiny little. He's not, critique he's of not making he's not making fantastic throws, Tyler. He's got a noodle arm. These, these receivers are open; they're timing plays. Oh my god! He throws. That's what the game is. That's what the game is. What I'm saying is, is anyone can go out there and do that. You yeah. put any average quarterback on that team, and he's going he's going to be good. So look at Jimmy so, Garoppolo. So, <laughs> so yeah, and why if, didn't we win a if, Super Bowl with him? If Jordan he, Love he got there plenty of times, he just didn't do it. Mm. So if Jordan Love was there, he'd be having a better year. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. No way, I, I agree. I'm just all right. Let's no get. Way. Let's not get too bogged down in your guys's NFC hate here. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna take us on to the next little thing. I have a couple other quick headlines. I don't know if you guys have headlines, but um, I. I'm just gonna point this out. We were all on board with this. We've been texting about this, but. The Chargers franchise is wasting yet another potential Hall of Fame caliber quarterback's career. Yep. Staley's got to go. 100%. How the hell is he still? How is he still? How is he still the head coach, guys? Especially especially after, after his press conference. Yeah, he lost. He looked scared. He looked, he he looked, looked like. Bad. Oh, everything about him. I, th- so, I think McAfee. I think McAfee show today kind of talked about it a little bit, and they said that if you want to sit there and try to make yourself look good, you have to. Your response can't go after journalists who are just asking questions. He said. He said that what you need to do is like explain to them like we're trying. We're trying the best that we that we are. You know, we're we're trying with what we have. And yeah. Like you have to kind of like almost. You know, not not attack out, but almost like stick within. You know what I mean? So, and yeah, I thought it, uh, I thought it was a good point. Like if, if you're I if don't... you're if you're him right now, right, the head coach, you can't go out there and just like and go after because people are after you right now. Well, he, Tyler, I There's think blood he, was in water. In, he was in complete and survival so. mode. Rightfully so, complete so. survival mode. Yeah, I know. So I I, I agree survival. with that. But what I'm saying is like he looked your, your he looked rattled. Can't... 
it was rattled. And and you can't you can't show it though as an NFL. You coach, can't show it. You can't you're right. show it. Your, your response needs to be we are we are putting our guys in a position, the best position that they can to win games. Yep. It's not working. We're gonna continue yep. to work on this, that, and the other thing. It can't be, you know, stop asking me these questions. Like it can't be that yeah. because that show um, you're right, it shows fear. I, so I'm on the I'm obviously on board that he he should have been gone two weeks ago. Um, the fact that he that Matt Canada got fired before him is oh. I think pretty crazy. Um, I don't like that, how that's, that is. I feel like that's, Matt Canada that's, should be. Gone I, I, I want like to we'll, we'll talk about that too. I want to talk about that too. To me, what my belief is is why he's not gone. I think I think it has something to do with Justin Herbert. Maybe he's going to bat for him behind the scenes, and they have a good rapport, and he likes Staley, but. It's it's not working, and Trent, you said ruining a, a potential Hall of Famer's career. He's only waste, in this. Waste, he's waste. only he's only in his fifth season. Wasting. Um, he's a very good young quarterback. I think he can absolutely still make a Hall of Fame career out of it as well, long as they boatload of money right now. Yes, and and rightfully so as well. I think I think he's a guy you got to keep on your in your franchise. He has the talent. But, he's an, he's an NFL ready quarterback. He's just not doing it right now, and there's a reason but why. He also, he also has a bum ass finger too. So but yeah. no, Which, but but guy, but Trey, what what you're what you're saying right now? If we would have had a podcast when Philip Rivers was five years into his career, we would have been saying the same damn thing. Is once again the Chargers are always in games. They always have talent. They always have the potential to make the first round of the playoffs. But they never do anything. So you got to look at the organization from within. Maybe it's not just the head coach. Maybe it's the people even higher than the head coach right now that maybe they need some change there. Period. In saying, "Damn, like we we have wasted we wasted Philip Philip Rivers should have a Super Bowl ring on his finger. He knocked off the big dogs of the AFC a lot of the times in the playoffs. But, okay, Peyton Manning he knocked out." Tom Brady, I, I can't say confidently if he beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. But, I mean, Philip Rivers But how high does it playoff. go, though? Because Hold on. What about your GM? Your GM has brought in talent. That's a, okay, but you're not winning with it. So but it's not your GM's your fault. Ski, okay, so then it's coach again. But what I'm saying is, like, you had Philip Rivers, who is a quarterback who has a – he should be – he should have a Super Bowl. He played in the playoffs with a torn ACL. Like you are just you're wasting once again. You're I didn't say ruining, but you're wasting a a potential Hall of Fame quarterback talent in the same organization. So maybe it's showing us why, you know, when Eli Manning said, I refuse to go there, and then he went to the Giants and won two Super Bowls, and I would not say that Eli Manning had the arm talent as Philip Rivers did. And I would not say Eli Manning had the arm talent that Justin Herbert did, but Eli Manning has two Super Bowls, guys. Oh, That's all I'm going to say. I would like to revisit that in a second, though. So that, that uh, I was going to say combo, that. But... Fun fact about arm Phillip talent? Rivers. No way. Fun fact about Philip Rivers. Uh, it was in the 2000s. I, was, I forget what year it was. Is when they still had LT. The Chargers had the number one offense statistically and the number one defense statistically in the league, and they didn't make the playoffs. Wasted. Year. Wasted. That's crazy. Wasted. And also, and also, they, don't forget the fact that they, Trent, they also had Drew Brees. Trent, Trent to, people forget. What I'm saying people, is this, people forget that Drew Brees was, was a Charger. 
is currently the Chargers with Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert. Yes, they're working their way to playing into that same exact storyline. The difference is, hold on. The difference is Justin Herbert's expectations have been two going on three years right now. Philip Rivers lasted for twelve plus years there. So that's the difference. The, the, the twelve Justin kids. Herbert Justin Justin <laughs> Herbert has the chance to turn his career and his prospective career around. Philip Rivers is done. What that story is crazy and that's wild, but it's not quite there yet. Bring Justin. in bring in Eric Bieniemy now. Ooh, yeah, well, that's a great idea. <laughs> because you know, and you know, here real quick to talk about that storyline. Do it now. Is is the conversation is that supposedly the commanders are like done, done with everything that has to do with this coaching staff, Rivera, and, and with Rivera. But also, I've also heard that Bienemy is not like favorable. Yeah, um, okay. to a point where. He is, he is what it is, you know. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, because we had talked about earlier, like, oh, is Eric Bieniemy, you know, is he the next guy? But like, I heard that, you know, he is like they're just done. Period. Cleaning house. Yeah. Well, then, then let's let's get 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 the enemy in into the Chargers. You know, get the enemy get the enemy there. Yeah. Uh, if or, you're if you're or, really hey, not gonna, or if, or you bring in freaking what's his face from the Patriots, who Bill Belichick? Bill? I've heard that's the name. Wow, no, I don't. Like or a trade to the no. or a trade to the Commanders. I'll be honest so, with you, Trey. I, <clears throat> Trey, I I don't want to I don't want to keep on this Chargers topic, but to be quite honest with you, if if the Patriots are willing to move on. Could you imagine a Bill Belichick staff with a franchise quarterback and talent offensively and defensively like the Chargers do? Chargers have a roster to win a Super Bowl. More so than the Commanders. Simple as that. They have a roster to win a Super Bowl. So I don't – hell, that that is spicy. Jeez. And you know what? That sucks. That absolutely sucks because I'm a Raiders fan. And if that freaking happens – that sucks, but I don't think it'll happen. All right, so let's keep going. Let's what, next what headline. Thing, what do we I'd got? Like to, yeah, mine is: uh, Are the Bills back? So they oh. fire their. Hold on, let hear me out. They fire their offensive coordinator, right? And do we? I mean, I think it had to happen. I hated the way it happened because it kind of was like a cop out by Mc, uh, what's his name, McDermott, that we like talked about last yeah. week, but. um uh, so I was, I mean, everyone's kind of saying it. I heard Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner echo exactly what Aaron Rodgers said on the NFL network um, from what, with his Pat McAfee interview, but um, the bills went back to just designed plays, right? I think a lot of their offense was like kind of freestyle, like, Hey, there's a simple play, Josh, if you need to run around and scramble and, and make a big play, then go for it. And I think that's what was kind of leading to their like non-success on offense. Um, Aaron Rodgers said it perfectly. It's it's making on schedule throws. So you know the play, you three set draw. Kind of what Brock Purdy does. It's what Brock Purdy has made a career out of so far. It's just knowing the play, knowing our receivers should be, and throwing it there, and just not improvising. Don't improvise at all because that's when you don't succeed. That's that's a horrible so, analysis and a horrible comparison. It's not. It's not it because, because that's, that's not what they, what Brock that's what they did does. last week. That's what they did last then week. Then watch and his it eyes. Worked. Watch his eyes and watch him read. But okay, 
Either way, it wasn't about the bill. Parker, the bill. The bill. I know, but the Bills beat a shitty ass Jets. Yeah, not the, the Bills. Not their defense. Their defense is not shitty. shitty yeah. and, you, and you know what? And you know what you're getting into right now is the Jets' defense is like, well, screw it. Our offense isn't going to do shit. So how much do we really want to put in effort wise? I think that's what you're getting into, and I think I that was also the, talked the about Bills, today on McAfee. The Bills show. looked like the old Bills last week against the they Jets. Did. Against the Jets. Okay. All right. Well, we'll who see can about, score we'll six points last two games? We'll see what happens this week. We will see what happens this game. This game, because honestly, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was, I was the guy that like, hey, I need the Jets to actually win ten games to win a bet against Trent. So that I'm was, not, you know, I'm not sitting here and saying, oh, oh, oh. like, but that was, that was pre Rogers injury, which the Jet, the Jets. I know it was. Thank you, thank you, Trey. So I should probably get a Jet. Jets win ten games if they have, if they have Joe Flacco at quarterback. Jeez, no way. No way. Much better than Zach Wilson. But ooh, we got the Bills and Eagles this week, right? Yes. So I'll be interested. Yeah. You're you're right. I mean, if if the Bills can show something against the Eagles, which I think the Eagles, they beat them. <coughs> Eagles will beat them. But you know what they're no. going to do? Bills Eagles will keep them in the game yeah, Bills will beat them. until the fourth Bills quarter. They're one of my picks, boys. So Trey, let's hold keep on. That. You say Bill, Bills yeah, win? Me too, Trent. Bills plus three and a half is one of my picks this week. Me too. Great minds. Wait, Bills yeah. plus three and a half? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, real quick. Uh, I think I think all the pressure in the world is on Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Because if that offense isn't better, you know what? I I'm so sick. I'm so sick. You know, I love that t- that. I'm sorry, X went to where you have like the timeline of the people that you follow or the timeline of the people for you based on like what you're interested in. But my God, X must have me wrong because the amount of Steelers like tweets of, Oh, Matt Canada is gone. Matt Canada is gone. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Matt Canada didn't deserve to be fired, but um, I'm just, I'm not sold on Pickett yet in the NFL. No, I'm not either. So, and I, so, I, I, I was a Pickett fan in college. So, like now, here's the thing: is the the next the next line is okay. If you're saying Canada was a problem, if nothing improves drastically, then Pickett's the problem. Simple yep. as that. Yep. So, uh, I'll be interested to see what happens with that um, moving forward. Should we get into our NFL picks, boys? Or yep. Real, real quick, do, 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 do they bring Big Ben in for offensive coordinator? No, no. Everyone's saying By- Byron Leftwich. Oh, gosh. Man. All right. Yeah, yeah. Byron Leftwich. Yeah. So, all right. Let's 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 go picks. Let's do it. All right. You want me to go through my best bets and my B-teaser? Yeah, I got, I got three best bets and a B-teaser. I actually... I got- can I clarify? My B teaser is strictly for Thanksgiving Day. Okay, mine is a mixture. Yeah, so I I, I didn't do a Sunday B tease. I just did a Thursday. All right. Well, we'll I'll, try, I'll, I'll go through my best bets, individual bets, and then I'll list my teaser. Okay. Um. So Trent, the first one that we kind of talked about already. I'm going Buffalo plus three and a half yes. against the Eagles. Love it. Um, second bet is the Saints money line minus one hundred five 
against the Falcons. Jameis? Jameis at the QB? Yeah, I don't mind it. I think they're going to use a lot of Taysom Hill, too. Um, Next best bet is Carolina plus... Quarterback fantasy. But, uh, God, don't... Yeah. Um, Carolina plus three and a half at Tennessee, minus 110. And then my last bet is Miami. You can get Carolina plus four. Uh, Even better. Uh, The last one is Miami minus nine and a half. Um, I think it's they play Jets. Jets. Jets, that's right. Friday, Black Friday, boys. Yep. Yep. Uh, B teaser. It is plus 330 odds. It's a five leg teaser, seven points. So I got the Seahawks plus 14. I got the Steelers plus five and a half. I have the Giants plus ten and a half. I have under fifty five and a half Jacksonville Houston, mm. and then under forty three and a half Browns Broncos. To come out to plus what? Three thirty. It's not bad. You like it? Not bad. I like it. Not bad for a five teaser. Yep. Yeah, that is so, a good. Those are good odds. <laughs> a five what Trey? I was gonna say a five fister. Oh boy. Five Fisker teaser. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> All right. Me. Uh, Ty, you want to go? Yeah, I got a couple picks here. You know, looking at some lines. Um, it's a tough week, to be honest with you. Um, I do like Lions minus seven and a half. What? Nothing. All right. There you go. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I actually like <clears throat> not not great odds, but I actually like Titans money line. Um, I like the Texans plus one and a half. I actually think they beat the Jags. I've seen them plus two somewhere, Tyler. Plus two, really? On ESPN bet, yeah. Okay, and then I also actually like the Colts. Minus two and a half against the Buccaneers. So I've been on. I've been on. I don't know. I've been weirdly on the Colts bandwagon all year. Yeah, you have been. I noticed that. And I, I don't know. I mean, Bucks are struggling. Colts are at home. Um, Colts had a bye week. I think if you can get them under a field goal like that, I think I think you're pretty good. So that's where I'm at. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, so the only thing that makes me nervous, Ty, is, is that Lions pick Mm -hmm. because for the last 12 times on, on Thanksgiving that the moon is in a waxing gibbous, the Lions have lost. Like what a, what a wild analysis. Who the hell studies that? But boys, this ain't your Lions of the past. The same. <coughs> so I'm I'm all in the Lions tomorrow covering that good, spread. Good. Glad you are. Uh, matter of fact, I'm in Ron St. Brown anytime touchdown. Take it, book it. You got it. Dude, I, I missed um, hold on real quick. I, 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 I missed am, an anytime touchdown parlay last week, four guys. I missed it because Eckler didn't score. Eckler's like a touchdown machine. Oh, and he fumbled inside the two. Yes, I know, uh, I know. Brutal. He was my brutal. only miss. Oh, 
I feel bad. Brutal. There is a good boost for the boost for uh, yes, he did. <laughs> fucking freaking Chargers. But uh, anyway, I'm all I'm all aboard Ravens minus three and a half at the Chargers. I'm all aboard the Niners minus seven at the Seahawks. I actually think Niners win by seventeen or more. Um, I'm all about the Bills plus three and a half at the Eagles. I'm surprised you guys are that that far on the Bills. I am. I I, I just got I got a little faith there. I just have a little faith there. Um, so here is my um my my uh my teaser here, and I I am strictly a three course meal teaser for Thanksgiving Thursday right now. I have not set my weekend teaser for Sunday and or Friday and Sunday and Monday. So uh, I'm doing a, a strictly Thanksgiving teaser, not great juice, uh, plus 150 for three legs because there's only three games. But I'm combining a little bit of a spread and an over-under, or sorry, both over. So I'm doing six points. Might be, now I think of it, might be six and a half. Uh, I believe six points. Um, but three legs. I got the Detroit Lions minus two. I've got the Commanders and Cowboys over 43 now. Mm. And I have Niners Seahawks over 38. Yeah, that's good. So, And that's for plus 150. So, you know. Little Thanksgiving sprinkle, you know, make a you know, build a little bank there uh, for the Thanksgiving holiday. But uh, I'm just, I'm just thankful that every single bet you guys have made has been against the Packers so far. Well, Trey, here's the thing, Trey, Trey, Trey. Uh, favorites on Thanksgiving. The favorites on Thanksgiving are 46 and eight straight up, and 36 and 18 against the spread. So be aware. Everybody out there, the favorites do, uh, they look good on Thanksgiving Day. So that's where I'm at with that. And this is actually, I believe, what is it? The Lions have not been a favorite on Thanksgiving Thursday since 2016. So here we go. Here we go. Well, we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm ready for some NCAA football, which, guys, do you realize how sad it is? Like, we're, like, down to, like, the last regular season week. Dude, when, when, yeah. when, I, saw, when I saw the analysis today about how many weeks are left in college football, I was, like, devastated. What is it, two to- two or three? Dude, it, it went so freaking fast, yes. Like, it's it's awful. But I'll tell you what. You know, playoff playoff picture came out recently, and it is, it's getting juicy because you know they talked about you know the differences with. I'm starting to learn a little bit about more the like the criteria of stuff, and I know we talked about it a little bit. Is that you need to take into consideration like player injuries and player schedule or sorry team schedules. Like I'm I'm learning a little bit more too because. This is the first time I think that I've ever heard player injuries mentioned um, 
in this in this playoff picture and by no one's fault but like that's interesting to me is the fact that you're starting to take into account like guess what Florida State lost their quarterback yep. period Jordan Travis like lost their quarterback he's done like and all of a sudden now going back to my argument the last couple of weeks is why is Washington not number four at least? You know, undefeated. Like, you think that Florida State's better than them? And all of a sudden now, you lost their quarterback. And now I'm like, well, holy hell. Guess what? Washington's four this week. So it's it's very interesting to see how, you know, these, these tiny, you know, I don't want to say tiny, but like these things have such an impact. And I'll tell you what. And if you got it, man, I would love, I would love <clears throat> if we can somehow get some of these major networks to like go back and listen to our, t- our conversations. We had the entire conversation two weeks ago yeah. about the SEC not making the playoff. What the hell happens if, if Alabama beats Georgia? What the hell happens if Florida State loses? What the hell happens if Oregon can somehow beat Washington in a playoff? Like, we, if Michigan and Ohio State, you know, all of a sudden, like, it's like we had these conversations. And yeah. watching college football analysis the last two weeks on TV, holy shit. Yeah. Dude, that's all they're talking about. And it cracks me up because the conversation today on the one show was can an SEC team not make the college football playoff? And. Paul Finnebaum was like covering his ears, like holy shit! I don't want to hear that. Like oh, he, you know. he had ahead of some big covers. What? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he's covering his ears. That was some big ass covers, man. Yeah. But but so like it, but it was an interesting question because and and then I you know then they started to look at it and it's like I'll be honest, there's no way an SEC team does not make it. You know what I mean? I yeah, think, I think it's no, there's not not anymore. No, I I think it's damn near impossible. The, and and here's what the analysis I, I listened to earlier talk about was best case scenario for Texas is that they play Oklahoma and beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. Well, yeah. That's their best case scenario. Oh, no, I don't agree with that. Right, what's the best case scenario? Come on, man. So, I'm, okay, so, I'm telling you right I'll now. Tell you, I'll, <coughs> tell you, I'll tell you what happened. Best case scenario is that Texas wins out. Washington, or I'm sorry, Oregon loses to Oregon State this week. Yes, so. and then and then Oregon beats Washington in the Pac-12 championship because Texas would jump Washington. I think. If really, mm-hmm. I I think and, that would be absurd. If, if you put should. Texas ahead of no, no, dude, if you look at strength of schedule and who Washington has beat all season long, and who Texas has beat all season long. No chance in hell. Uh, will they do it? So, yes, they will. They will. So, Tyler, Tyler, then if you're talking strength of schedule for the Pac-10, or sorry, Pac-12, um, if you compare Oregon, who right now is ranked ahead of Texas in the playoff rankings, it's a joke then over Texas. Oregon has a 63rd strength of schedule rank where Texas has the ninth strength of schedule rank. Do I th- so um, are you asking me, do I think Texas should be ahead of Oregon? 
I'm just I'm. Yeah, I, do you think that? Yeah, who Texas lose to? I do. Texas lost Tec- to Oklahoma. A yeah, ranked Texas, Oklahoma. So, team. so my answer is yes. Texas should be ahead of Oregon. Oregon yes. should not be up there. Agreed. It, it should and, be and Texas at six. Texas should be at six. You're Agreed. right. Because honestly, right now Oregon's Oregon's two key wins are USC and Utah. And which, which whereas Texas Texas has a ranked win over Kansas State and nineteenth Kansas State and number eight Alabama at Alabama, Alabama. Yeah. which which is showing. So here's the difference. Here's the difference. In but my they've opinion. but they've also played Tennessee. Who's Who? ranked? Alabama. Who? Alabama. No, no, I, no, no. But I'm talking Texas, oh, Texas beat I'm Alabama. Sorry. I'm sorry. So I'm, that's why I'm saying right now. I think. I think Texas Texas needs to be right now it needs to be the four teams that are in there four teams that are in there and then to be quite honest with you you got to consider you got I think if this is like a lot of what ifs I'm sorry but okay. well trying to explain this here I think the playoff has to be has to be. You're gonna get, you're gonna get Michigan in because Michigan's gonna beat Ohio State. Okay. Call um, a century right there. I do. I think. Call I think Michigan, Michigan's beating Ohio State. Um, Is Ryan Day gonna I be believe, the Texas A&M coach? That's fake news. Yeah, we'll um, although, unless he, if he gets beat, if he gets beat bad by a Michigan team without Harbaugh, then yeah. And yeah, he, he might leave. He he might have to leave. But no, I I, I mean, heck, guys, you got to tell to feed into that crap. Is you got to figure how many years in a row where they call him for Harbaugh's head for losing to Michigan or to for losing to Ohio State. So they're going to do that every single time. They're going to jump the gun. But um, what I'm going to sit there and say is, I think Ohio State drops out. Okay, so let's let's right wow. away drop them out. Yeah, if they lose to Michigan, they're out. Wow. Um, I do. I, I believe so. And then I think Texas jumps in. Okay. I think Georgia loses to Bama in the SEC championship. Georgia loses to Bama in the SEC championship, which now brings who in? I think Michigan's in, Texas is in, Washington or Oregon. Washington stays in. They have and then, to. And then Bama or Georgia. And then I think it comes down to Bama or Georgia. And and I, in my opinion, if you lose to a Texas at home, you at least attempted to play a top 10 team early out of conference in the season. I think I think Bama wins the conference championship, and that weight takes them into the playoff. So I think I think we're left with Bama, Washington, Michigan, so, and uh, who who is my other one? Bama, Washington, Michigan, and Texas. Texas and Texas, yeah, in Texas. So you think it's a it's a cluster like that's that trend that is like the worst case scenario. 
I think it's, but me personally, I think it's best case scenario. But, so but, do but, like, do you know what I think? Unless, unless, you know, it'd be even crazier is Michigan beats Ohio State this week and then loses to Iowa. Which could happen. Could you imagine? And then you're going to get Bama, Georgia, Washington, and, uh, and Texas. So, I, go ahead, Trey. If the only way Bama gets in, so if Bama and Texas went out, the only way Bama gets in is if Texas is in as well. I, I just don't, I just, I just, I mean, I don't know how Texas gets in. How, how you, Tyler? But Trey, you're, you're saying if Texas wins out. Yes, if Texas and Bama both went out, they either both make it or Texas gets in over Bama, in my opinion. I mean, I, Trey, I would like to think that From a head Texas to head would standpoint. deserve it, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's the only standpoint. Is What's that more though, important, like, when you're winning your conference? Or, well, they would I guess they won their conference. Yeah, you're right, Trey. You're right, you're right. So, I hold on, so, so let's, say, let's say Texas wins Big Ten. Or, yeah. sorry, Big 12. Bama wins SEC. What the hell happens? This is what's going to happen. It's what? Okay, be... hold on. Wait, and let me take it a step further. Washington wins the Pac-12. Those three. Well, that, well, that, well then, yeah, that's okay. That's what I just said. Does, does Washington then go to one or two? No, Michigan stays one. So Michigan. Okay, so Michigan wins out. You're saying Michigan's Mid- one. Washington Michigan two. won. Yep. And then you go Texas, Texas three, and Bama four. Georgia's not I'd in. Be, that's well. That's what we just said. If Texas, if Texas wins no, Big Twelve, there is no way in hell that they keep Georgia from playing. Really? I I don't I don't see how they keep Georgia out of the playoff. Well, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why they don't have to worry about that. It's because I think George is going to win the SEC championship. I agree with you, Trey. So here's here's what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be the, and that's how Texas gets left out. That's how Texas gets left out is if Georgia beats Alabama in SEC championship. So I think it's going to be honestly. I think Trent's right. I think Ohio State does lose to Michigan, but I think Michigan will be the one. Then I think it's that I, I oh man. Then I think no. I think it'll be Georgia one, Michigan two. Then I think Oregon will be three, and Ohio State will be four. Because so or you're saying wow. Oregon has to beat Washington wow. then? Yeah, I think they will. So you think? Wow. But hold on a second. So Washington's only loss is to Oregon in the in the Pac-12 championship. Yes. But you, so you think that that demotes Washington from them beating them earlier in the season? Yes, because they are one to one split, and Oregon is the Pac-12 champion. No. Wow. I I know. I think that's bullshit. How does that? So, how does that not add up? Because Washington has beat much more teams, much better teams. They beat the same freaking teams, Tyler, in the same conference. It is true, Ty. It's just it's that's the. The frustrating part of college football, in the sense of it, it, sometimes is when you beat the team. I mean, you also have to understand that we will beer bet the shit out of a Washington Oregon Pac-12 championship. Dude, are so, you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You you're gonna pull with the Penix? 
You're gonna yank on. You're gonna yank on Penix. Totally. No. No way. T- no, Trey. He's riding the Penix. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm, <laughs> go, I'm going down with the ship, man. He's, he's riding it. I have been. I have been Washington nah. through and through the entire season. I am not going down. Tyler. Tyler. I'm going. I'm, I'm with. Going, Tyler, I'm, going, I'm with you. I'm going I'm with you this time around. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Not even a name, Trey. Jesus. Jesus. That's not even a name. Big Dick Spoonix. No, that's oh, terrible. Yeah, that's, he's gonna, I'm telling you right now. You know, you know he's going to use that next he's week? Gonna he's going to win the Heisman. He's going to win the You know he's going to use that next week? Probably college game day and everyone. What's his Tom, name? Tom Brady. No. <laughs> Tom oh, Brady. What's his name? <laughs> no, what's his face? Tom. Um, from game day. <laughs> oh, uh, Howard... Yeah, uh, Desmond Howard. Desmond. Yeah. Desmond's gonna be like, oh yeah, I didn't hear this anywhere. I'm gonna use the same thing so, since he, he used the same damn term that we've been using. Dude, we were so first we, on that yeah. on, on right. Big Penix Energy. Can we just say before we uh, before we move on though, one one thing that we are leaving that <laughs> completely out is. Is the potential for an undefeated Florida State team? Like, yeah. so we're literally saying, even so, are we still saying the same thing? If if Florida State wins it all the way out, they're they're not in it. No matter what, like I don't think they can. So so real quick, one loss Texas gets in, one loss Bama gets in. I don't think over, either of these teams get in. But I'm saying, even if it does, even if all the stuff happens. Do those one-loss teams get in over an undefeated Florida State? Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I and it's fair. I get it. Like, don't get me wrong. I just, it's just, that's nuts, man. That that would that would suck as a Florida State fan. Yeah, but you know, uh, it would suck to have Florida State in the playoff without Georgia. It would. It would. It'd be. It'd be like the the way that they complain about putting. Washington TCU. those years and TCU and in the national, but TCU beat Michigan like that's yeah, the thing. Well, and they're a blue blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of that, real quick, I just want to add this out there with Michigan celebrating a thousand wins this past weekend. I don't know if any of you guys followed about like how much bull crap that is. Why? Because. What, what they count as wins in their program history, a lot of these Blue Bloods have played teams that, like, are clubs and athletic clubs and yeah. academy. Like, let me – Trey, I'm just giving you a prime example, and this is no knock on any of these teams, okay? But Penn State Nittany Lions have recorded wins against Lebanon Valley College, your sinus – and Mansfield College. It's Ursinus, Trent. What is it? Ursinus? Ursinus yep. Yeah. Here we go. So, Trent's just a Penn State hater. No, but, but okay, hold on. I'll, I mean, I could go elsewhere. I mean, I got some obscure games of, like, let's just play, like, Ohio State. They beat the Dayton YMCA. They have that as a recorded win. Okay? You've got – I mean, you you actually have Notre Dame – that counts wins when back in the day they played against high schools and a cycling club school. So like, it's a, it's a really cool graphic that I found 
that late. But I actually thought the coolest thing was that Lebanon Valley College actually played Penn State at one point. So yeah, that was a Shout out, but, shout out, Z Bly. Shout out. But hey, dude, yeah. a win's a win, man. No matter what time yeah. period, though. No, I'm, I'm I'm just saying, but like, so it's like when people were kind of up in arms about Michigan celebrating their thousand wins. So that's that's the only reason I was pointing that out. But hey, let's go, let's go picks, boys. Let's go picks for college football. My favorite thing to bet on. Although I will say this, we are getting pretty spicy at our old our old uh, our old good habit of college basketball right old now. Gosh. But um, Yep. But let's go uh let's go college football picks. I got four. I'm gonna start us off. I'm gonna rattle them off quick, okay? Right, I got Mich I got Michigan minus three and a half um at home versus Ohio State. I also love the Michigan money line. You're getting it for close to anywhere from like minus one fifty five to one sixty six. I'd take that. I know it's not great juice for some, but it's good enough juice for me. Um I love I think I was spot on with my UNC prediction in the ACC. They're falling off the map. Yeah. I got NC State at home plus two and a half versus UNC. I've got the Iron Bowl in my picks this week. I'm going Bama minus 14 and a half at Auburn. Mm-hmm. I think they pound them by 30. And then I also have Louisville out of conference rivalry game. Versus Kentucky, so Louisville minus seven and a half, boys. I like, like it, Trent. Yep, like it too. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I don't. I didn't like the board this week in college football. <laughs> it's tough. Um, I love it. I love it every week. I find um, a way to love it. The only you know, game you can that find I, something to love, though. The only oh, game yeah. I really liked and I thought it was kind of fishy is Iowa plus two and a half at Nebraska. Ooh. Can we talk about that, Trey? They set a record again. Yeah, I know. The over-under is at 26. Trey, what are you saying? Plus two and a half? Uh, yeah. And it, I like it's, that, too. I don't know. I like it too much where it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Dude, I'll, can I hear one of my picks? Trey, I love I'm, it. I'm just going to Trey, I'm going to tell you a little bit. Mm-hmm. I actually like the under 26. That's not a no. bad thing at all. Yes. Really? Like yes. the under 26. I think that game might end thirteen to seven. Oh my gosh! If that, he's right. He's right. It, it I can't might. Take it that. might be ten to three. No, uh, I like uh, that's actually one of my picks this week. Is under twenty six. Yes, yeah, not a bad bet. So can I can I ask you guys like, did you guys see <laughs> what? Oh, oh no! Is he all right? He's, I don't know. Yeah. Lost him. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just laughing at the fact it's like 26 points. Yeah, that is that is absurd. It's kind of like a cartoon Sorry. call. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like Fading a cartoon. For God's sake, I couldn't even catch my breath. I can tell. Ooh, um, man. But like, I don't know. Like, I, I I somewhat like watching that raw emotion from the head coach of Iowa and his son, who's the offensive coordinator. Like, they have won the West how many years that he's been the coordinator and the head coach. I know that. Don't get me wrong. That's the joke of the Big Ten. It is is an absolute joke. But I'm just saying, like, like they do enough to win. Like, why fire? Why why force him to step down this year? 
I don't know. He didn't fulfill his promise, man. I know, but it's like, that's brutal, man. Like, how many other coordinators didn't fulfill that promise? He's in breach of his contract. Well, anyway, so is Deshaun Watson, but... um, Oh, yeah, go ahead. But, yeah, sorry. 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 I love that. I, I love it. I love the uh, Iowa, Tyler. Iowa plus two and a half. Um, other bet that I like is Arizona minus 10 okay. against Arizona State. Yeah. And I think that Trent's uh, if statement about Florida State just gets put to kaput. Put to kaput. Um, <laughs> And I think that Florida. Not a saying. I think Florida wins outright, but I like them plus seven as well. Boom, Florida, dude. Florida plus seven for sure. Yep. Florida, Florida um, beats Florida State this week. At, at home. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hands down. Both, That's actually um, guys. Been, both. I've said that for both, the last three days here. Both teams' starting quarterbacks are out. Dude, that Florida wins. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Florida wins. Hands down. Yeah, yep. Nice um, I, hey, hey, I disagree. Let's go. Let's go. Moneyline bet there. The only thing moneyline beer bet. Moneyline beer no, bet. Yeah, yeah. Both of you guys are right, on, try. on Florida winning. Yep. Beer Florida. bet me. Yep. I bet Florida State wins over Florida. Right, moneyline. Right. I don't know. I want the points. No, I don't want the points. You guys both said they're going to win. Back your crap up. Back your crap up, Trey. You both back your crap up right now. I will take Florida State moneyline. Let's well, go. I said back I was it up. Taking the points. No, back it up. He did say he was saying the points. You said no, but then he said that they're going to win. You both said they're going to win. Them winning. All right, let's All right, split. You know let, hey, no, you know what? Let's split it then. Three and a half. Nope. I want the money line. No, how about no, this? Bull crap. How about Trent. this? How about this, Trent? Since we're, since we're giving you oh. two beers if you win and you're favored by seven points, no, you know, it's, it's two beer. It's a two to one beer. So you each, you owe us two if we win. Okay. How's that, Tyler? Deal. How is no? How's that fair at so all? You, so you get you buy a four pack for us if we win the money line bet. So you buy money each line? of us two beers. Two, yeah. Hold on, that that's not that does not make any sense. So if you win, sense? you get two beers. If we win, we get two beers each. No, then I should get four beers. No, that, fine. no, God. no, that's fine. You're, you are you are seven. I'm eight. taking on more people. This that doesn't matter. So straight up one one bet. Not per with the person. numbers. Then, then, Trent, then take three and a half, then. Oh, nope. You said money line. Let's go. Back up, back up your bet, you little No, nope. I didn't bet that. I just, I'm disagreeing with your guys' talk right, right now. Well, my last bet before we find out. Ty, Ty, I'll do a beer bet straight up with you. You said, you said Florida wins outright, Ty. I'll do a beer bet with you, bud. All right, let's do it. Money well, line. No, just no, trace, I don't trace little baby. I want to be in this. All right, okay, Trey, money line. Me. There you go. What All I'm right. saying is, Tyler, you, you got to know how to, you can't just, Blurt out bets that don't help. You know, Trey, I, mean? I think that Florida wins. It doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, well, I'm just saying we period. got seven points that we could have used to our advantage, and you Trent, just Trent threw them out the window. Se- Trent wasn't taking seven points. Yeah, I know, and then and then he acts like he's the tough guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't act. I know. Mm. Um, last bet is under Colorado Utah fifty two and a half. All right. Sanders out. I don't think Colorado does anything. Why Sanders out? Is he out? He's like day to day with something, but I don't think he'll play. Yeah, I, I don't touch that shit anymore. All right. All right. I got a cu- I, yeah, I got a couple. Um, I'm taking Oregon minus 13 and a half. Good bet. Uh, I am taking Michigan money line. Yep. 
love it. It's not great odds, but I'm taking their money line. Minus one sixty something, Ty. That's good. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not horrible, but uh, I am taking. Hold on, I have two other ones. Dude, I've been on coast all year. Yeah, but Jamie's gonna bounce back big. No, I don't think they are. I think that. Does that wrap you up then with your picks, Ty? Yep, we're all good with college football here. Let's jump into college basketball. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see though how this this playoff does kind of pan out the fourteen playoff for the last year with all these conference championship games and stuff. But yeah, you're right. Let's let's ch- let's hop into uh, college basketball here, which is our favorite sport to bet on. Would you guys say? Oh, absolutely. At least for me, that's by, hands down my my favorite sport to bet on. Definitely, definitely. I mean, that's where. We kind of hit our stride about what two years ago. Yeah, two years with ago our was... hot streak. So I, I agree. Uh, I think the thing I've been I've been guilty of is staying up way too late over these past couple of nights uh, with tip offs of eleven thirty p.m., ten thirty p.m. of the this Maui Invitational that's freaking loaded with top ranked teams. I mean. Dude, the fact that you get to watch in November the number seven team in the country in Tennessee play the number what two team in the nation in Purdue in the semifinals, and then you get to watch the number four team in Marquette knock off the number one team in the nation, Kansas. And then the crazy thing is, is whoever wins the those matchups gets to play each other. And then the losers play each other in a consolation game. So it's yeah. like, I mean, some of these teams, I mean, Tennessee has now played the number two and then the number one team back-to-back. Marquette has played the number one and now the number two team back-to-back. So yeah. it's so it's so good for the, the game of college basketball to gauge interest. Um, but you know what the beautiful thing? And here's the difference. As much as I love talking about college football, is even if these teams drop a game early in the season, yep. guess what, guys? They got a chance to still win the national championship. Exactly. Yep. Unlike any other sport, unlike and, and, college football. And, 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 for, and for that reason, you do see these matchups, these high-ranked matchups early on. Exactly. Because, I mean, if you lose, hey, it's a learning experience and you're not out of it. I mean, I just, like you said, I love watching the Maui. The Maui this year has been phenomenal in terms of quality games opponents oh, playing yeah. each other high ranked teams um and you're right the the fact that they're all day even into the late night like right now gonzaga ucla is playing and it's still in the first half and it's yeah. almost one o'clock in the morning For, fourth place <laughs> fourth place game <laughs> right, right i'm watching that's for oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah exactly i mean it's it's awesome and uh i mean i know we'll get into like we'll highlight some teams you like here and stuff but i got i was feeling being a little frisky the other night, and I actually placed some some future bets on some college basketball in terms of national champions. Um, they're all ten dollar bets, but they all have like some different odds. They're all pretty decent, though. I went with two kind of big time favorites: uh, Kansas, uh, ten bucks to win one hundred and ten; uh, Duke, ten bucks to win one hundred and thirty. And then I would say two of my like kind of obscure. I wouldn't call them long shots because they're still in the in the conversation. But I got Creighton. Uh, ten bucks to win two hundred and forty bucks, forty dollars, and then Miami, Florida, ten bucks to win four hundred and ten. So, 
like I said, I was I was feeling feeling a little frisky. I had the bankroll for it. Keeps the season long interest and something to look forward to towards the end of the season. But so you got all futures on those. Yes. Yeah. To win the national championship. All right. Four chances, huh? Yeah. Why not? Right. I mean, if my if my lowest odd team wins it, I'm profiting ninety bucks. Yeah. Or, well, no. No, I'm sorry, thirty or almost eighty dollars or something. Oh, that's that's impressive. That's better than I can do. <laughs> but no, like I said, let's let's highlight some of these. Like I mean, the big games are fun to watch and follow, but the real money is made in the smaller conferences. And yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that that's where right now we're hitting a little. Little, uh, little hot streak, I would say, for ourselves in the in the month of November is where, you know, heck, I think we went into a what was it a Sunday, a Sunday where none of us were picking football. Yeah, right. You know, and I sit there and well, you get, I, I you look get at to it the right point now. too where the NFL is tough because uh, I feel like a lot of it can be dictated. Uh-huh. Well, like like we talked about earlier, yeah, absolutely. I I just. I, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, the fact that we get to see on Thanksgiving Day, not just the three NFL games, but I know I'll catch a little bit of heat if depending on where I'm at. Is I, I want to watch Nova UNC. Yeah. I want to watch Arizona, Michigan State. Like, I want to watch those games. And uh, But but I want to get back to, like, those are big-time games being played. But the, the small-time games with... You know, I, I mean, I told you last week I'm on UMass Lowell as one of my, my teams. Matter of fact, they, they snagged us a victory this week. Um, but Purdue-Fort Wayne, they just didn't cover tonight for the first time in a while for us uh, by 1.5. They weren't a recipe pick, but they were plus 14 and a half. They lost by 16 tonight. Um, but then they're a team to keep an eye on moving forward. And the other team that I'm going to keep an eye on, they got us a win today, which, to be quite honest with you, I was all over their money line. I think we could have took the full spread. They end up winning by 20. But Princeton, watch for Princeton in the Ivy League. Yeah. They are they are hot. They can shoot the lights out of the three-pointer. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, you want, to, you want to highlight some of your, your teams you've been yeah, following? No, some of, the time, some of the teams I've been highlighting is uh, Oakland, for sure. In basketball, uh, both spread and money line. Uh, Tarleton State's been another team I've been really keeping an eye on. Uh, High Point and Cleveland State are really kind of my other two that I've been really watching a lot. You know, there's some other ones, St. Bonaventure. Um, I feel like they've been overcapped a little bit this year, so I'm kind of being cautious with them. But you know, there there's some teams you know I I I've been watching that are you know I'm starting to notice some are being overcapped. Some of them kind of like, eh, I don't know. Like, yeah, still, and, still roll with it, so. One of the teams I've been following that has recently been over capital, you've been talking about, Tyler, is Presbyterian. Yeah. Um, they started out, they were on my radar even preseason, uh, looking through that Blue Ribbon yearbook, which, shout out to the Blue Ribbon yearbook. It's the best, absolute best resource for college basketball, especially betting. But um, all of a sudden, they're, they're favorites in games where I thought they'd be getting points. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, I want to stay loyal to them, but like, it's not a smart bet. But now they're start; they lost a couple. Um, now they're starting to get back to how they should be handicapped. So I'll be keeping an eye on them. But um, another team that is actually finally ranked took them long enough. But they're five and zero. 
five and zero against the spread, and they're the twenty fifth ranked team now. And that's Mississippi State. Um, they play in a tough SEC conference, and they are all seniors. They're all returning. They got a, a haul in the transfer portal, um, and one of the top ten actually, I think, recruiting classes that came in. So perfect storm for them. They kind of flew under the radar too. Like I said, they weren't ranked for a long time, but now they're finally getting some recognition. Awesome. Rightfully so. But um, last team, Trent, is you brought up Princeton in the Ivy League. A uh, team that's going to go neck and neck with them is Cornell. So I think they're going to battle it out this year for that league. And I don't know, it'll be fun to follow along. Watch, watch out for Harvard in the Ivy League, yeah. though, too. I, I, they're, they're picked like, they're not picked top three, but they just, I think they knocked off UMass tonight. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I think the Ivy League's actually looking pretty tough this year, believe it or not. I, I, I think the tough thing is is when you get days of so many college basketball games, is I think sometimes the books miss on some of these small conference yep. lines. Absolutely. Don't, don't I mean, say I'm, it too I'm, loud. Don't say it too loud. I'm sorry. Well, but the, I mean, I'll give you a prime example today. Is like, granted, I was on Princeton money line straight up minus 154. But it's like you could get them for minus two and a half versus Old Dominion today. They end up, I mean, they Went up it by was, 20. yeah, they were up by, and they were up by 15 or more yeah. for almost the whole second half. Yeah. So it's like, you know, actually, all three of, all three of our picks today were pretty comfy covers. If yeah. I can say. And, I, and I don't want to get too far ahead of us because, no, you know, no. the, the, the law of averages, right, Trey? But, oh, absolutely. Uh, but I mean, to be honest with you, like we are at this point, we're hitting. And you know what is the thing is you don't get too comfortable because we do put time and 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 analysis into our picks. But small small games are where they're at. Uh, but you can't you can't be afraid of the big games too, because sometimes sometimes they they definitely have the big games way overcapped in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And to add on to the small games, kind of was where you're making the money, taking advantage of like bad lines, especially on days like Sundays and Saturdays right now, because what are what are books bookmakers, odds makers, what are their focuses on football? You know what I mean, like NBA, like games like that, because that's probably where most of the the handles are being placed, like most of the money is being placed. So. Yeah, on a Sunday, we bet all college basketball a recent Sunday, like Tyler said, and I think we did pretty successful because they were just lines that made no sense because I honestly think they get overlooked. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, all right, boys. Well, I'll tell you what. That's a lot of sports in one session. I mean, I'm pretty full. Uh, not as full as I'm going to feel tomorrow at this time. Very good point. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, very good point. I'll tell you what. I can't but, wait to take that, that trip to fam nap second half of the Cowboys game. <laughs> as long as you're yes. awake for that Niners-Seahawks game, baby. 8-20. That's right. Let's get it, Brock bright Purdy. And early, bright, and early, bright and early, the Packers, who are uh, in the hunt, yeah. as they say, are going to ruin your guys' bets first thing in the morning, so I can't wait. We'll see if they're still in the hunt after that game. Well, well we will. Yes, we will. Trent Trey, it's been a pleasure. Hey, see happy Thanksgiving. Tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Have a great day. Take it easy.